historians will mark the end of one era and mark the beginning of another. T-E-T-Z. The end times continue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the End Times Continue recording on this, the 14th of January. I am Dino and you are... Lion Ace. Man, I feel like I'm shot out of a cannon for this one. The the, the music, every now and then, <laughs> the music just fucking hits me right, dude. And I just, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just get, I'm just get like really happy to do the show. <laughs> <laughs> Those neurons fired in just the right way for you. And it's like, it's on. It's, oh yeah, you're man. good. You're good to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Shit, dude. Uh, it's 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 been a crazy fucking week. Immediately after we finished the last episode, <laughs> it turns out there are Hasid tunnels under buildings in New York. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Every like, God forbid, people have a hobby, right? I mean. <laughs> Oh man. Um so yeah, it's been it's been an insane week. We're about to have our first hard freeze here in a couple of days and you guys probably oh. still have snow on the ground. <laughs> uh actually actually like a a day or two after the big snowstorm, there was a freezing rainstorm. So was, Oh Jesus. That was uh not that was uh not fun. Uh not great, but Yeah. Well, let's yeah. let's let's talk about the thing that we haven't had a chance to talk about because it happened right after we recorded the show. Like it was seriously mm-hmm. in a couple of days. Um yeah. within a couple of days. Uh all this news started breaking. So the Chabad organization is a Hasidic Jewish organization that has a a lot of they do a lot of outreach within the Jewish community, okay? They have mm-hmm. um they have uh for example, like like almost like missions, right? Uh, and hostels and stuff for like Jewish kids to stay at. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll approach people kind of on the street, and if they're Jewish, they'll ask them to do a prayer with them and stuff. Like because they're the the, okay. the underlying motivation is that they want to bring about uh, Mashiach. They want to bring about the Messiah. Oh, I see. So there, I see. So it's, yeah. Uh huh. Well, it gets more complicated than that because there's okay. a, <laughs> there's an underlying sort of belief within this organization, at least people who are really dedicated to it, who, um, they think that, uh, uh, Rabbi Schneerson is actually the Messiah. He's the guy that founded the group and he died in the, in the early 2000s, late 90s, something like that. And they think oh, is that, that the same? Is that the same guy that? Yeah, I think I've heard of this guy. Where they think he was the Messiah. They like think he he's the Messiah. Yeah, they're trying to bring him guy. back. Okay. <laughs> and there is a. Uh, there's also a an, an underlying belief, and I, I'm not sure how widespread this is among the organization, but it could be very. It could be not much. These people have a tendency to be a little wild. Um, that the the building, their HQ in New York, is going to be magically transported to Jerusalem when that happens. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what I'm trying to do is lay context for why yeah. exactly there would be tunnels under this building. <laughs> I I appreciate the added context. 
I still don't know why there are tunnels underneath <laughs> the building. Well, okay, so there's also a little bit more context to add. This is something I've heard from multiple sources, okay? And this includes people who... And I mean, I mean, multiple sources. I mean, people, many people independently have said this in passing and I've heard them say it. Right. Um, many people, people are talking. Yes. And who don't know each other. Right. So, so or, yeah. or I, I expect don't know each other. Um, so there is a known thing, especially in Brooklyn, about gay Hasids. Uh, Hasidic okay. Jewish guys who uh, who fuck one another. OK. OK. And this apparently happens. There's like uh, there's like baths and stuff in 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 New York where this occurs. Okay, <laughs> that's one thing. This is an underlying sort of. This is all sure. undercurrent stuff. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and there that, is that makes the most sense to me so far, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, yeah. There's also a lot of uh, Israeli students and stuff who spend time at this Chabad organization. Okay. 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 So over the over the last six months or so, there was a tunnel system that was dug uh, under this Chabad headquarters, linking mm-hmm. an abandoned ritual bath building with the basement of the Chabad headquarters. Oh, okay. I had no idea that was a linked thing. Okay, yes. that, that, those are the and, two and buildings also, that to, are being linked. To be clear, the the idea that there are tunnels under New York City is not weird in itself. Like, uh, if like the underground of New York City yes. is filled with tunnels, they have a lot uh, of them, and they run trains in some of them. Yes, yes. <laughs> some of them have trains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's yeah, not sorry, it's not that yeah. strange. There's like a lot of yeah. a lot of maintenance passages and things like that underground in New York. It's not it's not that weird. What is the, weird the, is that the this context was, is uh, like uh, you know the idea of Jewish tunnels underneath New yes. York City is. And what is weird about it, about it is this isn't one of those tunnels. <laughs> this was oh, dug right. independently. <laughs> right. Um, okay, and so there was also an underlying again more context. There was an underlying uh, a there was a, a real estate argument that was happening with owners of this abandoned building and the 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 actual HQ. And yada yada, they were trying to link these things up so they could use the other thing, maybe supposedly. Now, someone caught wind of this, and the city came to fill it up with concrete. (laughs) (laughs) And the people who uh, enjoyed having this tunnel started fighting the cops. (laughs) I love this part of the story so much. (laughs) And there were some of them... (laughs) <laughs> it's what? like the Stonewall in 2.0, you know? Exactly. It's like <laughs> Um yes, the, so so one of the interesting things that that happened here, there was also a hilarious video that came out of it where um some of these people apparently scattered as well and um uh-huh. and 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 there's so there's a video <laughs> of a Hasidic guy <laughs> climbing out of a sewer grate, a drainage grate. <laughs> In the street in sorry, there's, a, there's no sense in which that is not just funny imagery. Dude, it is the funniest <laughs> image on the planet because the hat comes through first and it like is perfectly sized for the hole that's like, in the grave. Imagine like your average like New Yorker just nearby seeing that. Yes! There was somebody on the street who saw it happening, they started filming him. He, he crawls out of it like, like, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a sewer beast. Just like, 
and it's hilarious because he's visually Hasidic. Like, he's wearing the hat and everything. The cops are filling in my hole. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, when I told Lady Jane that this was occurring, she said, uh, oh, uh, she, first of all, was not surprised. <laughs> because Chabad is weird. Okay? Sure. Um... Uh, but in any case, uh, Habad is weird. I'm sorry. The guy, there's a thing that's happening on, on my other screen that I will refer to here in a moment, but it's, it's a little bit distracting me. So I need to I actually mean, close it. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, of course, not to be like disrespectful at all to like Judaism broadly, but whenever you get these type of like, like religious sects that are highly like end times focused, you're going to see some weird behavior. Uh, very weird behavior, speaking. especially when they're yeah. so connected to their real estate. Like yes. and, and the reason they're so connected to this is because this is where like they they think this building is so important because um this mm-hmm. was where Schneerson was right and so right. their whole thing like they have it's almost like have you seen the it, there's it makes the, sense from their perspective if you adopt their perspective it makes sense why you know they'd be so like uh hypersensitive about this yes thing. yes and there's a there's a connection too where it's like okay you know the you know the trope in movies and TV. And probably real life where, um, like, you know, a family will have a kid die and they don't touch the kid's room for years and years and years and yes. years. And oh, it yes. just kind of stays in state. Oh, yes. Yes. That's absolutely. how they've treated this building since Schneerson died. Right. It's like hollowed ground. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so so this is they, they're very connected. This thing. This was probably I, I mean, I, I suspect it was the result of this real estate disagreement. And. Chabad blames some rowdy Israeli students for actually fighting the cops, which I think is probable, but I wouldn't necessarily say it was only rowdy Israeli students because Chabad can be rowdy themselves. So I'd rather they just say, yeah, that was us. (laughs) (laughs) You know, well, they're pissed because the people who were fighting the cops were like tearing uh, wood off the walls and stuff to fight them with. And they're just like, stop tearing up the building. (laughs) <laughs> oh god dude it really does remind me of the of stone the stonewall in right <laughs> exactly bit. exactly it is, there's just certain commonalities there that just oh god okay anyway yeah. well as you can suspect okay the edi- the anti-semitic undertones of the internet took this story and ran oh, with it yeah absolutely sure, ran with sure. it sure there were some videos that came out of this tunnel thing. There was uh, one, one of the videos was from the, the, the end of it that was in the abandoned building. And so people saw, get this, people saw an old high chair with an inch of dust on it turned over in the corner in the abandoned building. And okay. guess what else they saw? What did they see? In the videos from under the Chabad headquarters, someone is pulling a, a a dingy stained mattress out of the wall. Okay. Okay. So, um, there's a dingy stained mattress and an abandoned high chair at the other end of the tunnel with an inch of dust on it. Obviously, what's happening here? Uh... <laughs> I don't know, actually. I Jewish know underground to... child sex trafficking. That's what's happening. Oh, of course. That's obviously <laughs> you know, the first thing that would pop in any rational person's mind when they saw those two things. Exactly. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the 
couldn't be anything else. It couldn't be anything else. Um, it can't be that people just throw trash in abandoned buildings. <laughs> yeah. And it can't be that uh, people who are known for having... Okay, here's the thing. Even if you wanted it to be salacious, people who are known for having illicit gay sexual encounters with each other would have an old dingy mattress in a basement, right? Like, that. Right. that those things can't be all that it is, right? Right. And it's not like exactly New York is the cleanest place ever, right? So, like, sure. the idea that this is just so out of the norm... <laughs> Well, when I saw people freaking out about the damn high chair, I was like, guys, I used to shoot weirder trash in the trash pit that I used to shoot guns in as a kid. <laughs> like, like I used to mag dump into weirder shit than that. Yeah. Like, that, that's, it doesn't make any sense to me that you immediately would see yeah. trash, trash discarded, obviously trash, there's an inch of dust on the motherfucker, discarded sure. in an abandoned building, and be like, well, obviously that's in use. Huh? <laughs> Right, or that that's what it was used for. Exactly. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, I, and we, I was talking about this with a couple of other people, and, and one of the things that yeah. I said was like, that doesn't make any sense to me, because everyone knows that shit happens in mansions. Not dingy oh, fucking right. tunnels. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it ended up coming out that there was a whole tunnel system that connected a bunch of mansions, that would be better evidence than a high chair sure. with an inch of dust on it. <laughs> Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but people fucking ran with it, dude. They absolutely ran yeah. with it. And, and you know, there's all the panic about the, about the child trafficking and stuff, which is, you know... Here's the thing. If you know anything about the way that Epstein actually did his business, he wasn't mm -hmm. running kids in fucking tunnels from one house right. to another. That's not how he was doing it. He was hiring local kids... These were like local 15 and 16 year olds that he mm. was looping into this. And then, right. you know, whether they did house and calls or whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then using yeah. that information. Exactly. Exactly. But these weren't, these weren't like kids that he had kidnapped and fucking right. ran, went through a tunnel with. This is not how yeah. he did his business. They and were, I'm not going to accuse, I'm not going to like accuse this group of doing that. Uh, you know, I, I, I would say like, you know, again, some of these like end times, uh, groups can be very weird yes. and that can also lead to some very evil behavior. Oh, there has been out of the ordinary. No, yeah, that's one has, of the things so that people gonna, were connecting I'm, to it. Yeah. And I'm not going to like, I, I'm not saying I, I don't even want to accuse them of doing it, but like, even if it did come out that they were doing it, it, it's not necessarily the most logical leap just to see the high chair and yeah. the mattress and think, ah, obviously, you know, child rings or something yes, like that. Exactly. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. I 100 percent agree with you. There was a there was an interesting thing that there there have been people involved in this organization who have uh, committed um, sex crimes against children. Yeah, and look, you're going to see like people like to always like. Uh, guilt by association where they'll do this oh well see like obviously you know and again i don't know anything about this group really so you know i, I i'm speaking on very limited knowledge but my sure. point is a lot of people will try to like bag people together and say oh look at you know this group it obviously has you know this number of people engaged in pedophilia or something like that right it's like yeah weirdos are like really uh you know uh, fucked up people are any community especially any insular yes. community is going to have this problem yes 
Um, yes, especially on the margins, right? Yes. Because then it's like uh, that it is easier for them to like kind of worm their way into these places um, because they're obviously so ostracized normally uh, in most societies. Yes, um, it, so happens with, get, it happens with, it happens, yeah. Uh, 100%, 100%. And this is the same thing that we've seen like with the Catholic Church and with public school teachers and all this other right. stuff, which is just like, yeah. And then the organization, it's in their interest to try and cover that shit up. Look, I mean, that's, that's, it's just, it is what it is. But we can't right. act like any, any proportion of the population is going to have that happen in some areas. Like, it just, it's right. just the fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, there's all the sex trafficking panic and stuff. And so people have to spin shit out of, out of beyond what is, it's, ne- it's neuroses. Sure. They, ha- they are, yes. they have a neurosis about this. They have an obsession with this and the fear of it. And so they are, um, there this is this is a constant thing right it's like you know if you go looking for monsters you'll find them all the yes. time right that right thing where it's like uh even when they're not there it's like yeah sure and that's not to say they don't exist but it's to say you can't right. prove yes. it in this case like right. there's it's not a, even enough just, evidence to make me think of it in this case it's too much of a leap just to see like these things and immediately conclude aha it is obviously this <laughs> that's just like can't, no, it, no, can't it just be allowed to be funny that a weird hasidic cult was digging tunnels in new york and then fought the cops, yes! the cops struck <laughs> can't it just be allowed to be funny yeah because <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so that happened like not very long after we finished recording the last episode. So we hadn't had a chance to <laughs> talk about it. Oh, it was, it, it's just, dude, the video, have you, did you see the video of the guy climbing out of the tunnel? Uh, I did, I did see like a five second clip of it. Yes. Yeah. The whole thing is about, about like five or 10 seconds long. Yeah. So, but it okay, is, yeah. it is so funny, dude. It is just the funniest image. Oh man, this this They're is stoning this, my walls in. The cops are stoning my walls in. This was a complaint that I had too. There were a lot of people who were, um, as as people were making fun of this, as they should. Um, then they weren't being particularly anti-Semitic, but there was a there was a subset of um, online, uh, like just online Jews that aren't really Chabad related. Um, who were getting mad about people making fun of this. And I'm just like, why are you mad about that? Like, why is this upsetting to you? This is fucking hilarious. This is a weird cult that exists within your religion. It would be like, it would be like me getting mad if somebody made fun of David Koresh. It's like, no, make fun of the motherfucker. He's, he was wild. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Assuming, uh, assuming I were still Christian, which I'm not, but it would be like, it would be, mm-hmm. it would be like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. It does. It just doesn't make any sense to me that people would get mad about making fun. of. I, I understand people getting mad about the, the weird anti-Semitic stuff that came out of it. That makes sure, sense. Sure. Oh yeah, sure. But, but getting mad about making fun of Chabad for this, why? Why do you why yeah, do you feel the need to come to the defense of these people? Like just say they're weird. Again, just agree they're weird. The visual image of anyone 
just nonchalantly crawling out of a, t- a sewer tunnel. It's not not a sewer, but you know, it, it's crawling out of a sewer grate for, or like a tunnel uh, out into the streets of New York is just funny. Oh, like, it's hilarious! <laughs> and it would be here's the thing. Funny. Here's the thing. It's 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 hilarious that it's a Hasid in Brooklyn, right? That's funny. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. Yes. But it would be funny if it were any other like religious or ethnic garb. That was yeah. related to the area. And it's right. It's not like, you know, it, it wouldn't be the same as like, oh, no, I just fell in the hole. And I'm climbing out. That wouldn't really be funny. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, just, you know, just crawling out of my hole. Yes. <laughs> yes. It would be like, well, it would be like a like an Adidas track shoot, uh, track shoot, track suit with a with a bottle of Smirnoff. It's like, right. Yes. That's hilarious. Yeah, right. Yes. I mean, it's it, it's funny. It's funny if it's anything that's like pseudo related to the area and identifiably uh-huh. religious or ethnic garb. Like it's right. hilarious. Um, right. Anyway, I, I just I, I thought the I I still think the story is hilarious. I still make yes. fun of it. I still make jokes about it, even though the news is a week old and nobody cares anymore. I <laughs> because I think it's so funny. I just wish that that I just wish that people didn't immediately jump on their bullshit about it. Their weird uh, what, neurotic what bullshit. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. What what happened to the tunnels? Did they actually fill them in? Uh, yeah, they like filled the it in. They arrested a lot of the guys oh. and they filled in the tunnel. Oh, yeah, oh, kind of as a downer ending. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got a license for that Look, tunnel? <laughs> when their Messiah comes back and that place is teleported to uh, Jerusalem, those cops are gonna <laughs> those cops are gonna be pretty, you know, uh, shocked. Then they'll get the last laugh. Then, well, dude, oh, that reminds me. There was a video of the most Italian cop on the planet talking to one of these Hasidic guys, and he's like, "Nah, we want to clear out the whole shul so we can fill in this thing because we can't do that kind of shit." Mm-hmm. Like, and and it was this dude retweeted it and said, um. These exact people were having this argument in Roman occupied Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 2000 years ago. It was the funniest yeah, yeah. thing in the world, dude. <laughs> Cuz it's just this Italian guy, we want to clear out the whole shul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That video made me laugh too. <laughs> he was, he was, the, the dude, these exact guys were having this argument in Roman occupied Jerusalem yes. 2,000 years ago, and I think right. that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. So much funny shit fell out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad about the fucking neurotic white women. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, that's, it's also funny too, I, I think I tweeted this, it was, uh, it was, um, uh, <laughs> Chabad tunnels in, in Brooklyn are funnier than Hamas tunnels in Gaza, and of the two, I'm very happy that's the one we have proof actually exists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Because, man, that is just, it is, it is, and it is the, the total irony of us hearing about tunnels, tunnels, tunnels in Gaza. And then yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you got Hassan's yeah. tunnels in Brooklyn. 
<sighs> Someone tried to justify it saying that they had dug this to get around the COVID restrictions and stuff. Because if you remember when New York was doing COVID restrictions, they had taken these like highly Hasidic areas and limited oh, right. the number of people who could be in an area to nine. Yes. Well, the reason that they, that they picked nine was because you need 10 for a quorum to do certain mitzvahs. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it was directly pointed at the Hasids. Um, oh, interesting. And so that the, the people were saying they had dug this tunnel to get around that. The problem is uh, they didn't because it was done over the last six months or so. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I thought this was a tunnel that had been there for a long, long time. This was just recent? Yes, this is recent, and that's why... That's why Chabad oh, is blaming okay. these, these Israeli students, because supposedly these Israeli students showed up and started doing this very recently. Oh, okay, I see, I see. It's like, you know, just, you know, talking about, like, the, the tunnels under Goss, it's like when you order tunnels, but you order them from Wish.com. <laughs> and what you get. Like, <laughs> tunnels at home! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, honey, we have tunnels at home. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it's very, very, very funny. Um, yeah. And I'm glad we had the opportunity to talk about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay. In any case, moving on. There are other stories to talk about. You want to make fun of Vivek for a second? Oh, sure. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I forgot. There was a guy, and I don't know who this guy is, but... He had read it looked like retweeted a screenshot of what looked like an old tweet oh, from yeah. him that said, I swear I keep hearing Yiddish under my floor in my New York apartment. I live at ground level and we have no basement. <laughs> yeah, it turned out to be fake, uh, but it's still. A, it's oh, still God, funny. it's a good joke. It's a really good it joke. Is. Yeah, <laughs> he did a second one. He says, I am not crazy. And there's another one that says there are Jews living under my apartment. I hear them. It's like they're digging or something. For the record, I live at ground level and we do not have a basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a really good joke. It is. Yeah. It really is. Um, okay. You want to make, make fun of Vivek? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You see this tweet uh, from somebody called Reagan Republican. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, I did not. That's what Vivek was responding to here. Oh, oh, that's the, okay, that's the quoted tweet. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Um, okay. Reagan Republican says, Argentina, uh, with a colon. So it's like this person's reporting the news out of Argentina. Mm-hmm. With Millet's decree deregulating the housing market, the supply of rental units in Buenos Aires has doubled, with prices falling by 20%. Now, I saw this report. Um, I, I haven't looked into it right or the methodology that was used to determine these numbers i would uh-huh. i would not be surprised if that was the result of what melee's done with the the sort of housing regulations and stuff sure. rent control and stuff like that it makes perfect sense that that's right. what would occur but i haven't looked into it so i can't i can't say for sure that that's what's happened but let's assume it is because it would mean that melee is is being successful and that's a good thing yeah um anyway that's what this person tweeted. And then Vivek says, why don't you read Viv- what Vivek quoted? What he said when he quote okay. tweeted this. Yeah. Uh, turns, out, turns out it actually works. My goal as president is to make Malay look like a moderate. Really? Really? Really, Vivek? Is that your goal as president? Well, 
I'm sorry, but I haven't heard Vivek say a single thing that would make me believe that he is anything like a Rothbardian <laughs> anarchist at all. Yeah. <laughs> you can that he's talking about sending the military into Mexico to stop drug traffickers. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, in a certain sense, that Malay would be moderate on that scale <laughs> compared to Vivek. You know? Uh, these things are kind of subjective, and depending on what type of scale you're using, is how you're judging moderate and extreme. So he's, n- you know, he's not technically wrong. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, this his tweet just strikes me as like riding up, trying to ride the coattails of someone else, trying to see like, aha, but see, I, I will do it better. It's well, like, it's the pl- okay. it's the it's the classic conservative grift of like trying to adopt these Rothbardian sort of. Uh, right wing yes. or individualist libertarian ideas and like trying to adopt that identity when it's useful to you and then getting mad when you lose by 0.4% at those Rothbardian libertarians because they didn't vote for you because they saw the grift. Right, exactly. And you know, look, I've seen libertarians like really like uh, uh, Vivek because it's like for, um, and I mean, in the Republican field, it might be the case. It probably is the case, actually. I, I would say so that he is probably the best Republican out of all the Republicans. Now, that doesn't say much, of course, uh, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I would caution, like, libertarians who get, get like, real excited when, when they hear thing, people say, their politicians say this. It's like, please understand that they lie to you. Like, they, 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 like please understand that they want your vote, and they will say just about anything to get it. Uh, like, please, I'm begging you. Absolutely. I'm sorry, I'm muting myself because, again, there's something going on on the second screen that I will refer to here in a moment. Um, okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but no, I agree with you. And, and the, the other issue here that, that, that what bothers me about it the most is that nobody's calling it out, really. Uh-huh. Like, nobody's down there in Vivek's mentions being like, dude, stop it. Right. <laughs> stop pretending. Stop faking. You don't agree with Millet. You don't have those same. You don't. You certainly don't agree no. for the same reasons on the few things you would oh, agree on. Definitely, right? Yeah. <laughs> it bugs me. It just. It really, really, no, it, really it, bothers me. It, it really does. It, it's. It's one of these things where, it's a grift, and I expect the grift. I just. I'm more disappointed when I see libertarians fall for it. You know, like it's one thing to think that he's the best Republican in the race compared to all the other Republicans. That's perfectly fair assessment, I think. Um, but when, when I see libertarians, like, uh, go like Gaga over some politician because he whispered sweet nothings in your ear, like the littlest crumb of like anything, and then they, you know, fall to their knees. (laughs) It's like, it's really crazy to me. Uh, I, I just, it's, it's kind of gross to me, uh, when I see it happening. It's like, you're kind of embarrassing me right now, uh, secondhand, (laughs) you know? Yes. Um. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And it is it is embarrassing because then people normies see this shit and they think that yeah. Vivek and Malay are on the same spot on the compass. Right. And it's like <sighs> No, they're not. Yeah. Not no. even close. And and the, the No, not at all. Did you see, by the way, and, and this is not something that, that we talked about talking about, but did you see anything about Iowa and what Vivek's been up to in Iowa prior to the Congress? No. Mm-mm. He's apparently going out. He he's not being allowed on a lot of the main stages. They they the the, the uh, oh really oh yeah the the 
the Republican, um, <clears throat> basically it looks like the Republican, um, boomer sort of entrenched interests have decided that, um, this is between, uh, Haley and DeSantis. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to backfire on them because they did something like that for Trump, too. They tried to say that, you know, in the beginning, the Republicans were like, yeah, Trump, yeah, this is obviously a joke. He's a joke candidate, uh, you know, uh, all this stuff. I, I wonder if that will backfire on them. I don't know if Vivek has that type of grassroots support, though. For, for well, he's trying to build it. This is the thing is he's been going around because he's been sort of excluded. He's been going around and actually talking to voters at big town halls and stuff in Iowa. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that could definitely work, especially when it's it seen that he's the one who's like being ostracized. Yeah. Um, um, and like meeting individual Republicans that that could sway them. I, I'm still skeptical if Republican voters would go for him, though, truthfully. Um, I think that I, I don't. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Go for it. What were you saying? No, 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 no. I was done. I was done. OK, I, I, I hate to say it, not because it means Lady Jane is right, but because I don't like the fact, right? Um, mm -hmm. But I believe Lady Jane is probably correct. When, when I was talking to her about it, she said, um, Republicans are not going to vote for a Hindu who obviously looks Hindu yes. with a South Asian name. They're just not going to do it. Yeah. No, I, I, think that's, I think that's absolutely right. You know, as unfortunate as that fact is. Um, and look, I, I can only speak to my own anecdotal experience in like the area I grew up in like the uh, conservatives who were around me um i think that is ex very true that they just would not vote for someone who was either not a you know um let's say uh uh white or christian uh, <laughs> you gotta uh, be one of the two yeah right yeah you have to have one of the two yes uh, yeah yeah, there, there was that was one of the things. <laughs> it was actually funny. Necro, when I when I was uh, talking about that with Necro, Necro said uh, uh, he shows up to the last debate as Victor Ramsey. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. Just, Which is yeah. what Nikki Haley did. Nikki oh, goes. Right. Yeah. Nikki goes by her middle name. Her real name is Nimarata. Right. And her last name is her married name. Her, her last name is the name of the white guy she married. Her actual last name mm. is also very South Asian. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that's like when, when, you know, you have to appeal to voters uh, and that's the voting base you have to appeal to. It's like, well, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, what these politicians will do. To, well, uh, I mean, to get as many votes as possible. she's got a great instinct for that though like uh this is something lady jane told me and i didn't fact check it so uh, if, if it's wrong hit me up on twitter let me know um but uh apparently she renamed her husband what wait wait what do you what do you what's that mean he what? told her uh, his name let's just say it was william or whatever i don't know what it was uh -huh. but i think his name is michael she she he told him her name uh she uh, blah, 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 blah. He told her his name, which I believe was something, which we can just call it William. Um, and she said, she looked at him and she goes, you don't look like that. You look like a Michael. And she made him change his name. <laughs> what? Well, here's the thing, though. That's branding, dude. I mean, it is. No, it is. But it's just insane to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody check up on that. Let me know if it's false. That's something Lady Jane told me. And she's not usually wrong about that kind of shit. 
Um, but that was yeah. It was it's it's incredible. She has an instinct for that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's like I, I remember uh, like uh, you know Republicans going absolutely insane when they discovered uh, Obama's middle name was Hussein, and it was like the greatest like like they like they just discovered the greatest like secret in history in world history. Yes. They were apoplectic. Like, <laughs> oh my god. This middle name is Hussein. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like I I can't take you seriously as a person. If like like all the like none of the policy positions it's it's his middle name. I mean like obviously they disagree with all these policy positions. But the, to me they didn't have the the anger and outrage uh, about his policies that um, that they did about his name. It was just insane. Uh, and it's like, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think for a lot of people, not just Republicans, I think aesthetics are incredibly uh, primary for a lot oh, of yes. people on who they vote for. And oh, it, yeah. It does, and the policy, I mean, this is not, you know, this is not uncommon knowledge or anything like this. It's just like, yeah, it's obviously like, yeah, you know, um, I, oh, Obama won because, uh, you know, he was. He looked good in the suit, and he spoke very well. Uh, and you know, he he could just uh, uh, feed people what they wanted to hear. Joe and Biden, that's every politician, it's I not, agree with it's you. Not unique to him. Uh, Joe Biden was yeah. correct when he pointed to the fact when he called Barack Obama articulate. Now, that's super boomer racist, right? I think what he yeah, what he meant by that is something else other than. But here's like, the thing: you know. I think there's something to it, especially if you're trying to appeal to middle class white Democrats. I think I think a, a black guy has to be articulate to appeal to that to that particular group. Oh right, so like that, that like older generation, like racist Democrat type thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, because yeah, he couldn't have done it if he was up there speaking what's now called act. Ac- African-American vernacular English, what we used to call Ebonics, which is a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, it wouldn't have happened. Oh, sure. Yeah. It just wouldn't have happened. And the other thing, too, is, and this is something that uh, Hani pointed out, which is that Barack Obama is a great name. Like, it just kind of flows off the tongue. Oh, it did. And it's also, oh, yeah. it's also a perfectly acceptable, like, it's, a, it's very much like a, like a, like a, like sort of a down the, you know, uh, Straight down the middle of what you would expect black guy named TM to be. You know right. what I mean? It, it, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if, if he presented himself as Barry Obama, I don't think, uh, like, like, there'd just be, I don't know. I think that, uh, I think you, what you're saying is right, that there's just something about the name that rolls off the tongue better. Uh, and that, in an aesthetic way, makes people more likely to vote for him. In a way uh, that you know, Ramaswamy doesn't. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and I say that in the most Texas way possible. Like, like uh, Vivek Ramaswamy just isn't an electable name. I'm sorry. I, not given the, I, I think not given the voter base of the Republican exactly. Party, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um... But in any case, that was that was an interesting. It's, it's trying to piggyback. I, I look, Lady Jane has a how position. A, what? Okay. No, go for it. Go for it. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna ask how is Trump doing in the polls. Um, I haven't looked at the polling for him. Okay. I've seen him. I've seen a, a bit on him. I think he sees uh, Vivek as a threat because he wrote mm, a Truth okay. Social post about Vivek 
specifically calling him oh. out, like calling him an asshole. Mm. So I think if Trump is threatened by Vivek, I think that means Vivek probably has some juice. Sure. And if he's out there talking to voters, even if he's not hitting the big stages and stuff, if he's out here out there talking to voters, it'll be interesting to see whether the being on the big stage or pounding the pavement strategy, right. like it'll be interesting to see how it pays off. I Christie's out, right? He dropped out. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. God. Uh, God, please. I don't want Nikki Haley to. No, please. No, please. No. There's a lot of people thinking Haley is the pick. I. Oh, kill me now. Ne- uh, <laughs> Necro thinks that the Republicans are going to do what the Democrats did uh, in the last election and basically form centrist Voltron in support of uh, Nikki Haley. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think I, I think Nikki Haley is probably uh, one of the worst of Republicans or probably just like political people in general alive today. Oh, she's a fucking ghoul. I, I think, yeah, I, I think, like, she has the characteristics of every bad thing, like, merged into one, uh, one, one person. Yeah, she's terrible. Um, she's the worst. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, no, 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 you're, you're fine, you're fine. Um, I, I was just saying, Lady Jane has a, has a position that, um, that Millet is going to try and do a thing because his policies aren't going to bear fruit quickly enough and because the correction sort of economic correction is going to be so painful that he's going to try and do something to hold on to power that that is bad oh uh i i mean yeah that's certainly possible i i think uh i mean this is kind of like what i feared like uh, you know the the downside of him winning is that one we talked about this on the episode when that day he won uh but when you know these things happen it's like First off, they don't happen fast enough, and most people don't have the economic insight to be able to see the causality between things, especially when there's like past first order effects, right? Yes. Um, so this makes it very fuzzy to see what the actual causal chain between like, hey, these thing these prices dropped, um, but they dropped like I don't know maybe a long time after he took office so or something like that or you know uh people just aren't able necessarily to see the 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 causal relationship there between like the policy positions and the actual outcomes of those policy positions and of course as you said probably the more important part is uh turning around like whenever you have an economy even if it's a bad economy like pulling the rug out and taking uh like trying to start a new economic model that's going to have short-term consequences that hurt a lot for a lot they, of people. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, even if it's the right move to do, <laughs> which it is. Um, but it's still going, people are going to be affected negatively in the short term, and that could be very bad. So I, yes. I, I think that, I think she probably, uh, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be shocked if what she said comes, comes true. I, I certainly hope, <clears throat> what I hope is that there is enough turnaround before the, the next election. Right. Because he's working quickly. If, if, if there's if there can be an, if the graphs can start looking like they're going the right direction before the next election, I think it'll be OK. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you're if they're still in the painful part of this, um, yes. it, it, he might make a make a choice that is um, a difficult choice, frankly, but 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 uh, probably the wrong one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it certainly wouldn't look great uh, for 
people who identify as we do. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, uh, it would especially be bad if, like, you know, uh, uh, it's one thing to say, you know, he holds on to power, but he doesn't add, he doesn't, like, do anything that would necessarily like that we would regard as a nap violation like he's just like stopping other you know what i mean like there, there's a certain type of thing where you could envision like you know a libertarian uh dictator where he doesn't do anything aggressively he just stops other people from taking power uh that is very idealistic and i don't think that's likely no. uh, truthfully especially uh, I think when you should... consider the fallout of it once it's done that pandora's yeah. box is open Yes, and, and once yeah, exactly, and and also even if you could, I uh, even if that that did happen, one, uh, it would not be good optics. Uh, no, it looked all. terrible. Uh, remember, people yeah. remember Pinochet. Like this is something that like, yes. like and and all the economy, like you know, not all the economy, but Friedman in particular, right? All of the all the stuff with Friedman and all all this kind of people talking about how he was an advisor to Pinochet, this terrible fascist dictator and stuff. If 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 Millet did. Anything like that that would make him comparable to Pinochet, the optics and the the PR fallout would be basically the worst thing to happen to libertarianism since yes. the paleo strategy. I agree. Yeah, it'd be very very bad. Uh, <laughs> I, it would it would it would be awful. And, it's and almost it's, why it's, I it, it bugs me. It scares me actually a little bit. I'm sorry. Continue. No. Yeah. Me. No. Me too. I I think uh, it, it's one of those things where like. If if someone like Malay won in an area that wasn't like that was more free market but just unregulated, I think that would be better because then mm-hmm. obviously, uh, you know, the turnaround wouldn't be as painful for people in the short term. It wouldn't be as bad, um, and it would probably happen more quickly. Um, considering that the transition from like a, let's say a um a, a midway market economy yep. that's like captive by the state but it also has like free commerce as well that type of economy you know that's there's not as big of a transition from that to a, like an actual free market economy like a, like a western liberal democracy market or something like right that, right know? um as opposed to like more of a socialist economy yes that's the uh, that that's the thing <laughs> yeah he's trying to rip out deeply entrenched socialism yes. yeah it, it's a, and it's a it's 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 going to hurt I just hope it doesn't hurt yeah. so long that he ends up tanking himself and and the uh, the the sort of the future of the future of libertarian anarchism in a sense, right? Just because he loses because of the pain when if he just held on a little longer, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. It, it's it, it's tricky. It's really tricky. Um, I almost wish you know and. Uh, Maybe this is just a different style, and maybe I don't know if Malay has actually done this. So I, I maybe he has. I you know I don't know I'm ignorant, but um, I almost wish he would like address Argentina and and just like tell them how they can mimic some of the things they like. Because obviously you know th- there's people who want socialism. They want that for whatever reason, right? Um, uh, how to like mimic that in a free market? Like it, hey, if you want, you know. Um, you know, co-ops or, you know, socialized medicine, quote unquote, uh, you can have that if you, you know, make some type of uh, mutual aid association. Yes, or, yes, you know, yes. Give, like, give like, the instruction book kind of for like, this is how you yeah, can exactly. do how what you want it? here in yeah, this system. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yes, yes. So that way people don't feel like they're being, that something's being taken away from them. 
right? It's like, you know, these options are still available for you. They're just, you know, voluntary. They're just voluntary. That's yes. All. That's the only difference. You can do it. You can do it. The only difference yeah. is I'm not doing it. You can. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish he would do that. <laughs> I don't know if he has. I don't think he has, but I, I, I wish he would just like, yeah, as you said, just put out an instruction manual for here. How Here's how you make this if you want this outcome or this type of arrangement. Exactly. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I, uh, I just, man, I hope things go well. I really do. And not just, not just for the, the, you know, fucking ideology, yada, yada, but also for the people of Argentina. They've suffered a lot. And I yeah. really want them to come out of this in, in a better place than they would have been. I want them to be in a better place for, in, in, in 10 years than they would have been with another 10 years of the socialist system they had. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want that for them badly. Yeah. And it's not just for the ideological reasons. It's because I I truly, you don't, you can't have like what was happening in Venezuela happening to people. Like it's, it's bad. Right. (laughs) Um, so I, I, I really do. I want, I, I really hope that, that he's very successful. I really do. Yep. And not just for self-interested reasons, but no, yeah, you know. no, yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, the writing team, the writing team behind Benjamin Netanyahu. Okay. Uh huh. Needs to get work in Hollywood. Oh, yes. Because these people can write villain monologues <laughs> at the level of of Senator Armstrong from Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I half expected this speech to end with nanomachines, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because the Prime Minister of Israel <laughs> gave an incredible villain monologue. <laughs> uh-huh. And they posted it on Twitter. <laughs> the part of it that blew up, this was interesting, the part of it that blew up um, said uh, the following. Oh shit, I can't find the can't find the one. This is a very long thread. Uh, it's, it's, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's near the bottom. Um, it, or maybe, or I found that. I found it. It's, uh, it, he says, it's, it's like, it's, it's the, oh, it's actually near the top. Um, I'm sorry, but yes, there are other parts oh, okay. of it that are very villainy near the bottom, but the part of it that blew up that I saw the most was when uh, he says, Quote, we will not, I'm sorry, (laughs) I need to restart that. We will uh, restore security to both the South and the North. Nobody will stop us. Not the Hague, not the Axis of Evil, and not anybody else. Man, I, like, (laughs) that quote in particular, it's like uh, in Revenge of the Sith when Palpatine is addressing the Senate and talking about the the creation of the Empire. (laughs) Yes, you know, it's very much in that tone. Yes, <laughs> like you know, restoring the security. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, the hypocritical onslaught 
at the Hague against the state of the Jews that arose from the ashes of the Holocaust at the behest of those who came to perpetrate another Holocaust against the Jews is a moral low point in the history of nations. Really? It is really gross how they, like, press on that, like, generational wound in order to incite uh, murder. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh. Uh, Later on in in the thread, he says, Not for nothing did German Chancellor Schultz, after viewing the atrocities of October 7th massacre, say, Hamas are the new Nazis. There's a, uh, there's actually a, a, a community note on that one. <laughs> um, oh. It says, Chancellor Olaf Scholz of Germany never said that. This sentence was said by Benjamin Netanyahu when Scholz visited Israel during uh, following oh. the 7th of October attacks. It's it's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> um the international this is later on in the thread. The international campaign of denigration will not weaken either our hand or our determination to fight until the end because something has changed in the history of our people. The anti-Semitism is the same anti-Semitism, but the status of the Jewish people has fundamentally changed. Today we have a state. We have defense forces and heroic soldiers to protect our people. What happened on October 7th will not happen again. This is our mission, our obligation. Tomorrow we will submit a budget that will ensure the continuation of the war. More money, a lot more, for security. More compensation and grants for reservists, families, the self-employed, and for all who are bearing the burden. More assistance to return... This is interesting. More more assistance to return evacuees to their homes and for rebuilding the communities and the kibbutzim. Okay. Those are Jewish settlements. Those are the Jewish towns. The Israeli towns. Not... Not... Gaza. Interesting. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. (laughs) You know... um, when, when that that um, sentence before where he's talking, where they're talking about like, um, 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 I'm blanking right now. I don't know why I, I'm floundering. Uh, the episode's a disaster now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one, where, the one uh, where he was talking when, about the budget for ensuring uh, the continuation the war- of the war. Oh no, sorry. Uh, the one where like they have a state now, where they're talking about you know we're not the same people. We have a state now. We have defense. Yes. Uh, and we will ensure this never happens again. Um, that's exactly what the people who, you know, who quote unquote elected Hamas think. Yes. They're like, we have a state now. We have, you know, or I, I can't speak for all of them, obviously. But well, they would, they would the, certainly the like to be in that position. They would like to be in a position where they yeah. have a state, where they have. Where they have, where they have like seeming more, an, uh, you know, position or like things to oppose the things that they are being um, inflicted, right? Like, the, the from their point of view, uh, the Israeli government is obviously inflicting things that should not happen to them, on upon them, and they're using the state of Hamas to say, no, we're going to push back. Right? Yes. Now, obviously, this is not a defense of Hamas in itself, but the reasoning is very similar. It's like, yeah, th- you know, this idea that we're going to go over and we're going to make sure this never happens again, and you know, if innocent people die, innocent people die, but we're going to stop these people who are hurting us. That's yes. the exact same thing in Hamas. <laughs> yes. 
Absolutely. It's, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he continues, I say this on your behalf. He's, he's addressing Israelis here. So he says this on behalf of Israelis. To every world leader who I speak with, we will not compromise and we will not stop. We are continuing till victory. We have no other choice. In recent weeks, we have proven to Hamas and Hezbollah that every terrorist is a dead man, wherever they are. We are continuing to eliminate many terrorists, and we are doing so in two ways. In forceful military activity, in which most Hamas battalions have been eliminated, uh, and clearing actions to eliminate additional terrorists left in the field, above and below ground. These actions take time. Several days ago, I met with Secretary of State Blinken, and I thanked him for the American assistance. And I emphasized to him, we embarked on this war after we were massacred. We are not stopping. We are continuing until we eliminate Hamas and return our hostages. I told him something else. This is, uh, <laughs> this is not just our war. It is also your war. This is a war of the sons of light against the sons of darkness. This is a war against the axis of evil, led by Iran and its three proxies, Hezbollah, Hamas, and, interestingly included, the Houthis. Oh, there we go. We got to get our meta narrative out, out of the gate, hot and running. <laughs> just, like, get it started. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeez. I don't think we've had the opportunity to talk about what's happening in Yemen. Oh, right. Yeah, I, we, we didn't talk. It, well, it happened after, didn't it? Didn't yes, it, it did. After we, totally okay. slipped my yeah, mind, yeah. but it did, yeah. Yep. The United States and the UK have started operations in Yemen. This follows yeah. the Houthis attacking uh, commercial vessels in yeah. the Red Sea. Uh, now, <clears throat> for context, and this was actually, there was an interesting Scott Horton interview just a few weeks before, where uh, it, uh, the, 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 it's sort of explained. But the, the, the Saudis, of course, have been at war with the Houthis for many, many, many years. This was mm-hmm. turning yes. into a genocide in Yemen um, yep. that the United States was helping way, with. Yeah. 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 Now, the Saudis for the last year or so had been telling the United States, don't get involved. Just keep sending us bombs, keep sending us money, keep sending us jets, and keep sending us uh, fucking tires for the jets and everything else. Keep sending us this stuff, but don't get involved. Yes. Yes, exactly. But don't get involved. Don't get involved because we're at the negotiating table with the Houthis. Let us prosecute this war the way we want to. Mm -hmm. Don't get involved. Well, the Saudis, just mere weeks ago, we're on the verge of normalizing with the Houthis. Not in the U.S. fucking A's world. Oh, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> and so the United States says, no, the fuck you are not. Yeah. Now, yeah. why would they do this? This is where we get into my speculation. Okay. My speculation, and maybe there's something wrong about this. Uh, it, it totally could be. If there is, hit me up on Twitter. My speculation, something factually wrong. Again, this is speculation. Um, the Houthis are, uh, in in a way, linked to Iran in some way, right? In in a similar mm-hmm. way that like Hezbollah yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. I think the United States does not want Iran's sphere of influence to expand to the peninsula. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I I could see that very plausibly. Yeah. 
Because we have a situation now where the Saudis normalizing relations with Iran last year, if you remember that, and mm-hmm. with the Houthis now, a better relationship between the Saudis and, and Iran means that you could end up with, it's kind of trending this direction, a Muslim world that gets along. Right. And if the Muslim world gets along, then they can start tilting in a way that the Saudis have been doing very recently. You remember they joined BRICS and stuff. They can start tilting mm-hmm. east. Right, right. With the recognition that the United States is a failing empire with a, with a failing currency. And saying, well, it looks like the power is going to be in the, uh, the Sino-Russian sort of economic alliance that they've built. Right. It looks like that's where the power's tilting toward. And so if the Muslim nations get along and start tilting east, the U.S. has a fucking problem because we're approaching a unipolar world on the other side. Right. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I think that's very plausible. I think that's, it's, uh, yeah. I think that's why this is a national interest type of thing. I think it has very little to do with the fact that the Houthis were attacking commercial vessels. Yeah, like to me, it, it's like, you know, obviously that's unjustified, but it's it's one of those things where it's like, why would the U.S. Do, I don't think the USA would really care about that alone. You know, yeah, to me, sure. it's like I to, to this response, at least, I don't think that they would have this much of a response to that um, without well, some other ulterior motivation. It's the kind uh, of thing where you could just park somebody there and as soon as there's an attack on a commercial vessel, dispatch them. You you retaliate right. and then you come back and you you basically yeah, they didn't even like send like police forces to guard the vessels or anything right. like that. They actually are putting, uh, they're actually like having forces in in Yemen, if I understand correctly. Yes, well, it's a the Yemen. I don't think is an invasion target. I think this is just an air war, and I think Yemen's an air oh, war I type see. of target. You know okay. what I mean? Okay, um, so they have air force. Then yes, yes, they've they've been launching off of. Do you remember several weeks ago when the Eisenhower was moved to the Arabian Sea? I heard a little bit about this. Not much, though. That's where it was launched from. Oh, okay. It was launched from the Eisenhower. Hmm. Okay. Very interesting, right? Yeah. Um, But in any case... uh. The, uh, the, the, whatever, the, 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 the point is that, um, I, I don't, I don't think this is entirely motivated by the Houthis actions in the Red Sea. I think, yeah, I think that they could have secured that route without starting an all out war with the Houthis. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. Which by the way, describes an ethnic group, not a government. I mean, the, the, the government that effectively has won the civil war in Yemen uh, represents or the, the 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 group that has effectively won the civil war in Yemen represents this ethnic group largely right but mm-hmm. Houthi is an ethnic group not a government so so it, you know what I mean like the the, the terminology is getting fucked but yeah so this is the this is the, the I, I I don't think um I I I think this is bigger than just that. 
Because the Saudis were asking the U.S. not to fuck with the Houthis. Right. And the U.S. decided to now. And honestly, here's my, my biggest problem with it is that if they piss off, if the, if the Saudis get pissed off, do you remember... I always come back to this. Do you remember what happened to the price of oil in 2016? Oh, yeah, I do. Yes. Okay. Not a lot of people do because people have fucking goldfish memories. But the the Saudis began overproducing oil in 2016. And the oil industry in the United States, once the price got below 30, 40 bucks a barrel, the oil industry in the United States collapsed. Because we can't produce at that price. Right. And I know this, I know this intimately. Because at that time, the railroad was moving frack sand. This is sand that's used in the process of fracking. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking stopped. Like, there were no more frack sand cars. Like, this, it just, the the, the industry collapsed, people got laid off. I had a, a cousin who had a husband who worked in the oil field, and he was basically furloughed. It was like, we can't, Mm. we're we're not drilling. Mm -hmm. Okay? The Saudis were able to do that to American oil production. Right, okay, yeah. Now, I don't know if we're in the same situation, I don't know if the tech has changed and things like that, but the Saudis can make money on oil at, like, under 20 bucks a barrel. Or they could at the time, (laughs) right? Adjust for inflation Mm -hmm. and all that. It wasn't until the oil sanctions were lifted on, I believe it was, was it Iran or Iraq? Now I can't remember. But oil sanctions were lifted that year, and the, the price plunged down to about 10 bucks, and then the Saudis said, oh shit, and they, they paused production so that some of the supply could get eaten up and, and the prices normalized again. Because they, they, they got to where they weren't making money. But, but this, is, this is something that, the, this is the power the Saudis have. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't make them angry. <laughs> yeah. And especially if the Saudis say, you know what, we're going to start pricing oil in uh, Chinese yuan. Oh, fucking, it's over, dude. It's fucking Jover. It's crazy how empires keep saying, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll fuck with the Middle East. Surely nothing bad will happen <laughs> after that. Right. You know. Surely right. That's nothing I mean, bad. <laughs> I, these people are so fucking powerful, man. Yeah, I, I don't understand why it's like testing these people is a bad idea. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, I, I it may be just like a game of chicken, you know, where they're like, ah, sure, no, they'll they'll swerve first, right? Like, sure. Well, depending on how things go in Ukraine, this is the kind of thing too. Ukraine right now is an interesting proxy fight that I think a lot of the world is paying attention to because you effectively have, well, it's proxy on one side. The United States is, Ukraine is a proxy for the U.S. in this war. But you effectively have a situation where you're testing U.S. uh, 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 US, um, arms and armor against Russian arms and armor uh, and, and, and you are, you're, this is a, this is basically a head to head combat in those areas. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's some people paying attention to that. I think China's paying attention to that. I think Saudi's paying attention to that. 
because the 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 idea if if the Middle East wants to tilt east, okay, if they mm-hmm. want to tilt toward this Sino-Russian sort of economic alliance, um, that's an important sort of testing ground for whether or not that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, yeah. And the things I've heard coming out of that conflict don't look great for American arms and armor. <laughs> <laughs> Which shouldn't be a surprise because the fucking the the mountain men in Afghanistan were using 1980s Russian shit. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like that shouldn't really be a surprise. Right. But anyway. Yeah, so there's a there's another war on. Oh fantastic. I'll I'll add it to the spreadsheet. <laughs> exactly. Uh it's going to be bad, especially because there was already a lot of starvation and famine in Yemen. Um, oh, it was, the, it, it was horrible in Yemen. That's, that's like the real tragic part, or obviously, right, which it always is, is that, uh, you know, things were already bad there with the help of the U.S. Uh, making them worse. Um, and now it, it's going to be even worse, more than likely. Uh, so, yeah, that is, uh, that's awful. Yes, exactly. Um, it's just, uh, ugh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like how close it's getting to Iran. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, here's something interesting that I saw. This has been making the rounds a little bit. There's a quiz that somebody on Twitter put together. Mm-hmm. And the quiz is designed such that uh, it's, it's just, you know, it's... it's, a, it's it it yeah. says at the top, okay, disclaimer. This quiz is part of a research on perceptions of hate speech, and it's not meant to hurt anyone's sentiment. We do not seek mm-hmm. to target any ethnicity or religion. Political ideologies, however, should be scrutinized and challenged. Zionism does not represent all Jews, just like Nazism does not represent all Germans. Mm-hmm. Following are a few statements. Some made by prominent Nazi Germans about Jews. Others made by prominent Israeli and pro-Israeli Zionists about Palestinians. Can you guess which is which? Since the quote, <laughs> yeah, since the quote in question could be about either Jews or Palestinians, the name of the group will be replaced with group in brackets. Uh, there will be other similar context dependent replacements. Okay. Okay. I took this quiz. Okay. I also went I through. Uh, you have not. Right. Exactly. You have not. You see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, before we do that though, I do want to say I went through and I fact check every one of these quotes, every single one, plugged them into Google, tried to find a source, a good source, really good source. Mm-hmm. Okay. There were only a couple of them that were either misattributed or erroneous. Mm-hmm. One of the ones that I thought was erroneous was not, I contacted the guy who made this quiz. Mm-hmm. That's what was distracting me earlier is he was still messaging me back. That was happening during the course of the show. Okay. Um, on my second screen, that's he, he, we were we were having a conversation about about the the accuracy of some of the quotes. There's one that is that is misattributed, and he has said he will fix it promptly. Okay. Okay. Um, there is one that I had a hard time finding a source for. It seemed like it might have been circular reportage. You know, somebody says it, and then somebody else cites it, and then somebody else cites that, and then they just all kind of cite each other without there being a a primary source. 
He shared with me the primary source for that quote. So it's real. Okay. Um, and, and that's it. That's it. Those are all the errors. Those are, those are the errors. Okay. One misattribution, one quote I couldn't find that ends up being real. Okay. Okay. So I, I say that to say, I checked this. It's legit. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. I am ready to play. (laughs) All right. Um, all right. So let's just get right in. First question. Here's the quote. We declare openly that the group have no right to live on even one centimeter of country. Who said the above quote? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A Nazi or a Zionist? (laughs) Uh, uh. Jeez. I'm going to play it safe and just say Nazi and hope I'm right. Okay. A Nazi. I've selected it. Uh, okay. We have to go through the whole thing because it's a Google survey. It's like, it's actually oh, done it like a survey. You. Yeah. It's not a quiz. Oh, against it doesn't results. tell you the. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Second quote. All the group will be able to do a, be- uh, I'm sorry. All the group will be able to be do, to, uh, blah, 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 will be able to do about it will be to scurry around like drugged cockroaches in a bottle. Not to your Zionist. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say Zionist on that one. Zionist. Yeah. Okay. The group have no right to claim equality with us. If they wish to speak on the streets, in lines, outside shops, or in public transportation, they should be ignored. Not only because they are simply wrong, but because they are group who have no right to a voice in this country. Who said it? Nazi or Zionist? Dude, this is impossible. I know. <laughs> Legitimately. Uh, <laughs> and if, look, whoever made this quiz is very, very intelligent that the fact that they're able to, like, that this is hard to determine. Oh, right? yes. But that's the point of this, is that it's hard to determine. That oh, yeah. says something. Uh um I'm overthinking things but I I I don't I'm not going to feel bad for being wrong because I I can see I I can No see you should because this is this. incredibly difficult. Yeah. Like I could picture a Nazi saying it, I could also picture a, a Zionist saying it too. So it uh I'll say Zionist on this one. Okay. The group aren't educated toward peace, nor do they want it. To me, they are like animals. They aren't human. Nazi or Zionist? Dude. <laughs> I, I, hate an- keep, I hate to keep answering Zionist, but I, I've heard that specific type of thing from yes. Zionists before. Like the yeah. idea that the There's Palestinians a bit of a are not, they're educated to hate, they're, they're educated in order to hate us. Yes. Type thing. Yep. So I'm going to go with Zionist on this one. Yep. Uh, again. Yep. Uh, that is a bit of a tell. There are a couple of things that are kind of tells if you know okay. a little bit yeah. of the, of the rhetoric. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. A group of children on a school bus were found singing this poem. Here's the poem. All the world hates the group. And the main thing is to kill them one by one. With these feet, I stepped on my enemy. With these teeth, I bit his skin. With these lips, I sucked his blood and haven't had enough revenge. Which ideology did the bus belong to? 
I'll, I'll say Nazi. Nazi. That one. Okay. Yeah. Quote, they will get no food, no water, no fuel. Everything will be closed. We are fighting against human animals and will act accordingly. Zionist. Zionist. Okay. Quote, what's so horrifying about understanding that the entire group is the enemy? Oh, my God. (laughs) Damn it. I. It's hard, dude. There's certain. Maybe this is me reading too much into it, but there's certain ways around where, and this maybe this is due to like translation. I who knows, but there's certain ways of speaking that I yes. can't quite articulate that make me think it's more modern. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You can, you I'm can. Going to deal with I, I think you can probably try to game it that way if. If you're right about that, you know what I mean? Like, like but it also could be a localization thing through translation. That's exactly the um, problem. Well. Is this so all going to be know, translated? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with Zionist, but it, it could very well be uh, something a Nazi could say, too. Yes. Okay. The group always lives from the blood of other people. He needs such murders. The victory will only be entire. Uh, I'm sorry. The victory will only entirely and finally be achieved. When the whole world is free of group. A Nazi. A Nazi. Okay. Yeah. This is a war between two people. Who is the enemy? The group people. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. It's when they're shorter that it's harder. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, for me, this is one of those things where it's like, it really is a coin toss. Like, I, I feel bad because I want to answer it authoritatively, but it it kind of is. For some of these, to me, are just like coin tosses. It's like chance. Um, oh, yeah. Can you read that one more time? This is a war between two people. Who is the enemy? The group people. I, I, I don't know. I'll say Zionist. Okay. All right. <laughs> Even one million members of group are not worth a fingernail of speakers group. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll say Nazi. <laughs> a Nazi. Finish them off and don't leave anyone behind. Erase the memory of them. Erase them, their families, their mothers, and children. These animals can no longer live. If you have group neighbor, don't wait. Go to his home and shoot him. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Okay, so here's kind of my train of thought. This is sort of hard. Um... It sounds like this person is speaking publicly to, you know, like here's the thing, right? There's a certain segment of 
Nazi Germany that wanted to hide what they were doing, right? Yes. That wanted that, um, and originally the idea was, well, we're just going to ship them out. So this could very well be like what you know what a Nazi member actually thought in like personal writings to a letter or to a friend or something. Yes. Or, but if it's if he's speaking publicly, I, I which you know I don't know like the context, uh, and obviously you know that's the point. Um. Um. So. As awful as it sounds, I may have to go Zionist because to me, how at least this is like again, I'm gonna go with that, but I could very well be wrong. You think a Nazi uh, giving a public go. speech may not be so brazen? Not at the at the later on, yes, yes. I, I, it depends on what time, it depends on what time frame, um, and it depends on the context of the speech, sure, yeah. Yeah, and who it's being given to. This could be like a closed-door type thing, or like a rah-rah to the other Nazi yes. uh, party. You know, things like that, for sure. Um, they weren't exactly... It wasn't like this was like, you know... Uh, not a huge my, secret. I, I could be wrong. But not so yeah, brazen, at least secret, at the beginning. It wasn't, yes, yes. Yes. Okay, I understand exactly your thinking there. There's an easier tell in that one. And I'll share it with you okay. when, when we finish. But there is an easier okay, I tell. I overthought that. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's an easier tell. But you have to. There's outside knowledge you need to see it. Um, okay. Okay. Next one. There is only one solution, which is to destroy group completely. Okay. Well, this just to me, this just seems Nazi. No, like, like uh, uh, that. Unless you know, there's just one. Solution. Uh, yeah, you know that sort of. Yeah, uh, there's one solution. Maybe it's the last one, even. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. could say yeah. it has a certain measure of finality yeah. to it. Yeah. Like even when I, there are tells, I'm still not confident in my answer because they could just be reappropriating language. You know. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. Okay. With compulsory transfer of group, we would have a vast area. I support compulsory transfer. I don't see anything immoral in it. Oh my god, dude! There's no possible way to answer this question. I mean, we can't. You can't. I mean, no. Sorry, you can answer it. But there's no way you can possibly be confident in the answer unless you knew exact source. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> because look, that easily could have been said by Hitler himself, or it could have yes. been said by a Zionist. Yes, exactly. Uh, I. Uh, I'll say, I'll say Zionist. I, I, Zionist, okay. Yeah. The group are responsible for the war. They, the, the treatment they receive from us is hardly unjust. They've deserved it all. <laughs> I'll, I think there's a tell in there, and I'm going to say Zionist. Okay. Okay. Because... Yeah. All right. Let's let's go on. Let's go on because I'm I'm very excited to get to the answers. Um, okay. Bring down buildings. Bomb without distinction. Stop with this impotence. You have the ability. There is worldwide legitimacy. Flatten the place where group lives without mercy. Okay. Okay. I, I, there's a tell in here. I, I I know what this one is. Yeah. Pretty confidently. This yeah. is Zionist. Yes. Yeah. Country is ours. We will protect country against you animals, against you traitors, against you barbarians. You will never live again. Wow. 
<laughs> uh, I'll say Nazi. A Nazi. Yeah. I will return to City when the last group member is terminated. They don't care if the, uh, I don't care if they are children, elderly, or people on crutches. I hope that was a Nazi saying that. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, would, wouldn't you? <laughs> this one you'll probably yeah, get. This one, this next okay. one you'll probably get. Who are the poor women of group? They are all the mothers, sisters, or wives of terrorists. I, yeah, I know this one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Zionist. Next one. We shall try to spirit the group across the border by procuring employment for it in in the transit countries while denying any employment in our own country. Expropriation and the removal of group must be carried out discreetly and circumspectly. Oh my god. Dude, I don't know. That one's tough, right? Yes, because that... So here's the, uh, can you read the first part again? Like the first half of that? Uh, We shall try to spirit group across the border by procuring employment for it in transit countries while denying it any employment in our own. I don't think, I could be wrong, I don't think the Nazis tried to procure employment for Jews when they definitely tried to send them to other countries. Yes. But I don't know if, I, I don't recall, I could be completely uh, misremembering. Well, this is, a, this is an articulation of a strategy that's been used in kind of both contexts. Like, Yes. Yeah, to me, that's the only tell, is I, I don't think the Nazis, I could, I could be completely wrong, but I don't think the Nazis tried to procure employment for the Jews. They just wanted them out in different countries. They didn't really, you know. Um, Care what happened, yeah. Right. Um, Oh, this is this is hard though. I just you know, someone a Nazi could have said that. Oh, easily, <laughs> easily. Uh, I'll say Zionist. Okay, Zionist. Last one. Okay. The group is a devil in human form. He should be exterminated, root and branch. Nazi. Nazi. Okay. Let us submit. Yeah. And view our score? Okay. <laughs> now, before we do, before we go through this, I yeah. want to give people the opportunity to do this themselves. Okay. And so, um, I will have linked this survey in, in the show notes. All right. I want to give people the mm-hmm. opportunity to go take the survey themselves. So maybe pause the, the, um, the show here and then take the quest uh, or take the quiz and then yes no this finished, is a quest i'm like, giving them i'm giving them this side yeah, quest yeah 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 right <laughs> <laughs> here's your side quest okay yeah <laughs> you can pause the show here and go take this quiz or or if you want to skip our discussion of this i'm gonna be silent for a few seconds here and i'm in the post gonna come through and tell you a timestamp where we're done talking about the results okay um, so if you want to skip the discussion of the results, go to one hour, 55 minutes and 10 seconds. And if, if, okay, so there we go. All right. If you wanted to skip the discussion of those results, you can go there and, uh, or you can just pause the show and go take the quiz and then we can start talking about the results. All right. Does that sound good? 
That was a question for you, Ace. I'm sorry. I know I sounded like I was oh, talking I, to the. I, I, <laughs> I know I sounded like I was talking to the audience. <laughs> it did sound like that. I was a little. I didn't know where you wanted to go with that. I thought you were talking like you know, some uh, psychic resonance from the listeners to like give you information on on you know their response. <laughs> yeah. Transmit your ascent back in time. And right. <laughs> yes. All right. We can continue now. Um, the first question. All right. Was. We yep. declare openly that the group have no right to live on even one centimeter of country. Your answer, a Nazi. Mm-hmm. I pick. Yes. Okay, well, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, your answer, a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Correct answer, a Zionist. Oh, my God. Raphael Aitan, okay. an Israeli army chief of staff, said this about Arabs. All right. <laughs> and when I looked it up, I did find a good source for this. Uh, Washington Report sources this as a quote at the actually at the top of a, an article, but it's about uh, this chief of staff, and there are several articles about this guy and the things that he said in the past. So this is a this is well well cited, well sourced. This is known. Um, the next one: the group have no right to claim equality with us. If they wish to speak on the streets and lines outside shops or public transportation, they should be ignored. Not only because they are simply wrong, but because the, uh, they are a group who have no right to a voice in the community. Your answer, a Zionist. The answer, Goebbels. <laughs> oh my god. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> oh no <laughs> yes I was able to source this quote as well yeah. uh, <laughs> that's you know something like that that a guy like that said that's sourced all over the place yeah, oh yeah yeah um okay the next one the group all aren't right. educated towards peace nor do they want it to me they are like yeah. animals they aren't human your answer, a Zionist. The answer, a Zionist. Okay. This All was right. said by Eli Bendahan, a deputy defense minister of Israel who served under the Netanyahu government. The, the tell was the educated part. For yes, like, that yeah. is a yeah. that's a consistent sort of uh, that's a consistent thing in um, in in the rhetoric is that they they they're trying to frame it as though these people are brought up in this environment, right? With this right. with this feeling. Yeah. Um <clears throat> okay. The next one, this was the poem. A group of children in a school bus were found singing this poem. All the world hates the group, and the main thing is to kill them one by one. With these feet I stepped on my enemy. With these teeth I bit his skin. With these lips I sucked his blood, and I still haven't had enough revenge. Which ideology did the bus belong to? Your answer, Nazis. Correct answer, Zionists. Oh my god. There's a video of this. Um, oh, is there? There is, and I'm not, I'm not going to play it because it's, uh, it's, it yeah, translate, yeah. it's a translation, right? So no one will know what's being yeah. said. But the, uh, the, uh, I should say, all of these um, sources are given on the results page. So when you, okay. when you go to the results page, um, the sources aren't linked, but in certain cases they are, and on this one, the video is linked. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was done now. This, there's a bit of a tell here, if you know sort of about the settlements and the way that the schooling works in the settlements. Because oh, okay. 
because this isn't this doesn't necessarily need to be like a public school. There's a lot of private, uh, oh, very right. orthodox, very Zionist schools that exist, especially in the settlements where this kind of thing happens. Sure. Okay. Yep. So this doesn't necessarily have to be part of the public school curriculum, but this is taught in certain schools. Okay. Um, all right. The next one, they will get no food, no water, no fuel. Everything will be closed. We are fighting against human animals and will act accordingly. Your answer, a Zionist, the correct answer, a Zionist. Um, uh, I think we remember this quote. Uh, This was said by Yoav Gallant, Israel's minister of defense. This is during the Gaza war, the most recent Gaza war. Yes. The next one. What's so horrifying about understanding that the entire group is the enemy? This one's difficult. This one was really hard. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Uh, your answer was a Zionist. The answer is a Zionist. Ayelet Shaked, uh, who served as Israel's minister of justice. And um, that was, I, I found yeah, yeah, sources just, for that as well. I, maybe this is just like, I mean, inventing nothing, but there's just a certain way of speaking, style of writing that I regard as more modern. Like the, what's so difficult? proposition yes beginning, beginning with like the rhetorical more of a modern parlance. yes a rhetorical yeah 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 i agree with you i agree with you um okay the next one the group always lives from the blood of other peoples he needs such murders the victory will only uh entirely and fi- be, be entirely and finally achieved when the world is free of group your answer was nazi the answer is Nazi. This was said by uh, Julius uh, Streicher. Uh, I think that's okay. how you would pronounce that. Um, a senior Nazi party member about Jewish people. Yeah. Um, again, uh, th- these are these are things I, I I will say specifically when I had trouble sourcing one. But again, the the quote that I had trouble sourcing, he had the source for, it and he got back to me with it. So it's okay. Okay. The next one. This is a war between two people. Who is the enemy? The group people. Your answer for this was a Zionist. The answer was Ayelet Shaked, uh, Israeli Minister of Justice. Yeah. Uh, the, the tell for me there was the two peoples type thing. Yes. Uh, that, that's sort of like invoked um, talking about the, because of the, like, the situation that like of the Israelis and the Palestinians on the landmass, right? That's usually in the two people. Yes. I'm going to exit the call and, re- and rejoin. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause you broke up a little bit there, but um, yes, you're correct. The, yeah. the, the idea of the two people thing is a bit of a giveaway. And again, we have a rhetorical question. Who yeah, is yeah. the enemy? The next one, even 1 million members of group are not worth a fingernail of speakers group. Uh, your answer for that one was a Nazi. The answer is a Zionist. <laughs> and okay. this is a, an interesting one. This was said by Rabbi Yaakov Perrin uh, when he was effectively, <clears throat> I'm sorry, eu- uh, eulogizing Baruch Goldstein, who is a terrorist who, uh, who killed uh, a, something like 50 uh, Arabs in a cave. Hmm. Wonderful. Yes. Uh, being eulogized by this individual to a cheering crowd. So this was a Zionist. The next one, 
Finish them off and don't leave anyone behind. Erase the memory of them. Erase them, their families, their mothers and children. These animals can no longer live. If you have group neighbor, don't wait. Go to his home and shoot him. Your answer for this was a Zionist. You were waffling on it a little bit, but you, you, you figured that a Nazi wouldn't say this. This seems like a public thing, and that a Nazi, especially in the early days of the Reich, wouldn't say this publicly, mm-hmm. um, which I would suspect you're correct about, but I don't know enough to say. Um, uh, you were correct. It was a Zionist. Okay. Uh, this was said by Ezra Yakin, who was uh, brought in official IDF vehicles to give a pep talk to Israeli soldiers before the 2023 ground invasion of Gaza. The 95-year-old Ezra is also a veteran of Dear Yesen Massacre, one of the most horrific crimes during the Nakba. And um, uh, the full quote, he was in the, this is the video of the old guy in the truck. Oh, that's him. Okay, okay. If you recall that. I, I do. I don't remember what he said, but I remember that video. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, the quote here is a little bit truncated. I want to read the full thing. Uh, be triumphant and finish them off and don't leave anyone behind. Erase the memory of them. Erase them, their families, mothers, and children. These animals can no longer live. Every Jew with a weapon should go out and kill them. If you have an Arab neighbor, don't wait. Go to his home and shoot him. We will witness things we've never dreamed of. Let them drop bombs on them and erase them. Yeah. That's the... uh, The important takeaway from this quiz is that... um, the fact that it is hard to distinguish, uh, but like what which is which outside of a few tells here and there, um, should tell you that people who engage in this type of rhetoric are just a hop, skip, and a jump away, uh, or power. They're really a, you know a skip away from power from actually committing genocide against people if they have the power to do so. Yes, um, it's uh, yeah. Yes, um, when people tell you who they are, believe them. Uh, yeah. this was a, this was also, uh, the tell in this one was erase the memory of them. Yes. Because this references, well, do you remember we spoke about Amalek and the Amalekites and the, oh, and the right. memory of Amalek? Yes. This is a, I believe this to be a direct rhetorical reference to Amalek. If the translation is the same in both cases. I mean, I could have seen it as a Nazi too, because the Nazis did engage in uh, um, burnings of like Jewish material. And, oh yes, and stuff like absolutely, that. So, absolutely. I, I, yeah, sure, sure. But the 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 concept that to me, what that's what kind of that's I, I what stuck that. out to me was yeah. that because I know no, I, what I, the Amalek yeah. thing is and all that. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one, there is only one solution, which is to destroy group completely. You said this was a Nazi. Uh, it was a Zionist. Mm-hmm. This quote, (laughs) this quote about Arabs, eerily similar to Hitler's final solution, was said by Moshe uh, Faglin, a member of the Likud party, uh, the party that's ruled Israel for the past two decades. So, yeah, yeah, Yeah. right. Um, This was said in an interview. uh, And in fact, this this has been. This should make the the centrists and the Democrats happy. It was fact checked by Snopes, and even they oh, said it was real. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's crazy when they're talking about like when you have some of these people talking about how you need to wipe out every single Palestinian or Arab or whatever in the region. 
It's like, hmm, why would they hate us? Curious. <laughs> uh, this is another one, by the way, with a very interesting full quote. Um, oh, okay. Which I, which I will now read. Um, we do not need a victory to restore the image of Israel's dignity or to restore our deterrent image, which we've lost completely in the jungle that surrounds us. Now we need to retaliate with strong vengeance. There is one and only one solution, which is to completely destroy Gaza before invading it. And when I talk about destruction, I mean destruction like it was in Dresden and Hiroshima without nuclear oh, weapons. Okay. I don't recall that Biden or his presidents or his predecessors I don't recall that the Americans provided safe humanitarian passageways for the residents of Nagasaki and Hiroshima. On the contrary, they look for the weakest cities, uh, and over there they dropped their rockets to make it clear they were serious. This is what brought an end to the war and saved the lives of a million American soldiers. Wonderful. Fantastic. The journalist, yeah, the journalist asks, uh, and that is the price that hundreds of us paid. And uh, Faglin says, on the contrary, now they have a very high number of deaths and it will remain that way. But if you do to them like was done in Dresden, like what the British did, if you burn everything and if you throw bombs that penetrate defensive structures to penetrate Al-Shifa hospital and to destroy the ground from beneath it without any consequences. You know, these people... uh... (laughs) But I, it's always interesting to me when they like will point to like Dresden or you know Hiroshima or Nagasaki, uh, and they'll talk about yeah we need to just do it do it like them they didn't offer any safe passageway uh, out for them or they didn't they didn't care about the people there and they think well that means we should be just like them right? yeah obviously we're the good guys right because we're we're acting like you know absolute barbarians but we're definitely the good guys. Uh, exactly yes, for sure uh, that's what blows yeah. me away is it's just like there's been a lot of things that the united states did or has has done in its past that are shameful i think the true is that's true of most nations um yeah. this is one of them <laughs> yeah like here's the thing he's right and it yeah. was horrible. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> don't don't point right. to it and be like, "Hey, I want to be like you." I learned it from watching you, Dad. It's like that doesn't make it good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like uh, there. Uh, um, who, who said that again? That was uh, Moshe Phelan. A, uh, okay. this was a, a member of the, if I'm mispronouncing names and stuff, sorry, but that's just going to happen sometimes. Um, he was a, uh, a Likud party member. He was a politician. It's just like, you know, the Israeli government like bombs an area with a bunch of civilians in it. They, they look over at the United States with an ooh face and just say, notice me senpai. And then they just, you know, uh, <laughs> really hope to be acknowledged by the United States for their good work. Right. And this is the kind of thing, too, I think it's also in order to sort of circumvent criticism where it's like, yes, you're you're you did this shit, too. And and right. expecting that the response is it going to be, yeah, we shouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. No one. Yeah. Ex- no, this is a good strategy, like on their part, by you know, couching it in those terms, because then they can be like, look, uh, you won't, uh, you know, disavow the United States actions for this. Uh, so how can you disavow ours? It's a good strategy uh, rhetorically. Yes. Uh, the problem is it's not uh, foolproof. It, 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 uh, people do disavow it uh, and they should. Uh, and well, yeah, because the whole thing you- gets undercut when the response is. I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Yeah, the U.S. did that. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next quote, with the compulsory transfer of group, we would have a vast area. I support compulsory transfer. I don't see anything immoral in it. Your response to this was a Zionist. The answer is a Zionist. Uh, yeah. On the feedback section here, it says he would be forgiven to think that this was a Nazi leader talking about Lebensraum. But these are, in fact, the words of David McGurian in 1938, arguing for forcibly expelling Palestinians from their own homes. Now, this was one I had a little bit of trouble finding. Mm -hmm. um, I was looking for it, looking for it. The reason I had trouble finding is because the translation he included in the quiz is not quite the same translation as what gets included in a lot of the sourcing. Um, okay. But it is substantially the same quote. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is there. And when I, when I contacted him about it, he shared his source and he said, uh, yeah, the translation's a little different. And, and I, I, I see that. And I said, okay, okay, cool. Like I, I, it's all mm -hmm. good. Like it's, it's, it's real. It's there. Um, okay. This is, this one is interesting. Okay. So the group are responsible for the war. The treatment they receive from us is hardly unjust. They have deserved it all. Your answer to this was a Zionist. The answer is a Nazi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not I like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, I think uh, to me, it's like, yeah, that could have gone either way. Yeah, exactly. Um, while closely echoing what an Israeli leader, what Israeli leaders have said about Palestinians recently, this is in fact a quote from Goebbels. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, okay. The next one. Bring down buildings. Bomb without distinction. Stop with this impotence. You have the ability. There is worldwide legitimacy. Flatten of the place where a group lives without mercy. You said that was a Zionist. It was, in yeah. fact, a Zionist. Uh, Revital Gottlieb. Uh, uh, this is a Likud party. Um, this is a Likud party politician. Uh, yeah. And this was actually said. On Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole idea of, like, worldwide legitimacy, that was the tell for me. Yes. Uh, specifically. Yes, uh, and it is, yeah. Also, place where group lives. It's like, well, yeah, you'd be talking about Gaza there. Right, right. Yep, yep. Um, country is ours. We will protect country against you animals, against you traitors, against you barbarians. You'll never live again. Your answer, a Nazi. The answer, a Zionist. And country here is standing in for America. What? This was said by an American Zionist protester at a uh, counter protest against a Palestinian pro-Palestinian protest. Okay. That is wild. I, I would not have guessed that. No, me uh, neither. It's, it's, it's a, it's a loop. It throws you for a loop. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And, and also, you know, it's not a, it's not a politician or whatever. Right. So this isn't like, this is somebody with any real power. Right. It's just a protester, but, um, they said it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Uh, okay. I will return to a city when the last group member is terminated. I don't care if they're children, elderly, or people on crutches. You said the above was said by a Nazi. It was, in fact, a Zionist. God damn it. <laughs> this was... <laughs> you know what I was hoping was a Nazi? Uh, I was like, yes. Yeah, I hope Because that... <laughs> it's really fucking bad, dude. <laughs> yes, this was said by a resident of Kibbutz Ba'eri. Uh, this was said in an interview on uh, an Israeli news show. So they were interviewing someone who had left this kibbutz and was saying they would be returning when this occurred. Oh, wonderful. Uh, who are the poor women of group? They are all the mothers, sisters, or wives of terrorists. Oh. Dead giveaway their use of the word terrorist, right? Yeah, and and we we I think you read the, this quote a few episodes ago. Bingo uh, from, from the dude. <laughs> yes, bingo. Absolutely. This was um, uh, in Yediot uh, uh, Aranot. This was a piece that was written by um, uh, retired Major General Giora uh, Island E I L A N D. And this is the episode, uh, but as a means, we talked about it. Yes. Yep. 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 Yes. And uh, this is one that is misattributed in the feedback section of the quiz. Um, it is already fixed. I sent the message about this oh, cool. mere minutes before we started the show. It's already been fixed. Uh, this was said oh, by cool. retired Major General Jura Island of, uh, of the IDF about the women of Gaza. Israeli President Isaac Herzog has echoed a similar sentiment, saying, quote, there are no innocents in Gaza. Okay. Mm -hmm. This was originally misattributed to Herzog. Oh, okay. In the quiz itself. Again, I I like the guy that made this. I I got a hold of him. I said, I think this is a misattribution. Um, uh, Because, first of all, I remembered reading it. And secondly, (laughs) I found the original source that we had read it from. Um, and I, and I shared that with him and I said, this is, it, it was, it was, uh, Gior Island. And he got back to me. He said, yes, that's a misattribution. That's my bad. He said, I was looking for a different quote and I came across that one and I got my wires crossed and it was like, all right, excellent. Was, he was, he was really responsive. Like I, I really oh, like cool. he, I assume he is fucking Twitter, right? But super responsive, really, uh, really did a great job with the, the, just a couple of things that I asked about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Next one. We shall try to spirit the group across the border by procuring employment for it in the transit countries while denying it any employment in our own country. Expropriation and the removal of the group must be carried out discreetly and circumspectly. This was said uh, so by... Yeah, this, this was difficult. Your answer was a Zionist. This was said by a Zionist. Okay. Uh, this was actually said by Theodore Herzl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know that name, that's one of the ideological founders of Zionism. Yeah. Uh, written in the diary in 19, written in his diary in uh, 1895 as his method, method of ethnically cleansing Arabs from Palestine to establish an exclusively Jewish homeland. Contrary to popular perception, that Nakba of 1948 was an unintended consequence of the 1948 war. Okay. One the um, the reason that one was hard was because at first it was like they wanted to procure employment. That seemed like not a Nazi thing necessarily, but then they said they wanted to do it disc- 
discreetly and that that was a Nazi thing. Exactly. Yes. So I was like, well, uh, it could go either way here. Yes, exactly. Um, now we have the final one. Okay. The mm-hmm. group is a devil in human form. You should be exterminated. Root and branch. Your answer, a Nazi. The answer, a Nazi. Julius Streaker. Okay. Uh, yeah. Streacher? I'm not sure. Um, a senior Nazi said this about Jews. Uh, your okay. overall score, 12 of 20. Okay, yeah, I was going to say like 50 50 or uh, 50 out of 100 or something uh, there. Okay, yep. If you look at the thread where he's talking about the guy who made the quiz, where, you, where he's talking about this quiz, uh, that is sort of the mean. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's about yeah, the Yeah, I mean, it's about chance, right? It's about 50-50. Like, it's kind of what you'd expect when you can't have, when you don't, you know, when it could go either way. That's yeah. sort of what you would expect. When yeah. you can't really tell, and when some of the quotes are very much very recent quotes. Um, yes. So yeah. you'd expect to get, a, a you know, maybe a couple more right than you would if it was actually a right. toss-up. A little above chance, yeah. Yep. Um, that was created by at this is my handle um no at this my handle there's no is on twitter uh okay. really really solid i think solid work that was, that was good yeah yeah like i said i went through and i checked on every one of these quotes i found one error i thought i found two i was wrong about one of them and i found one error that was a simple misattribution um mm-hmm. and it w- it's already been corrected this is this is really really good work yeah. But it is a fascinating, fascinating exercise. Oh, yeah. You, you, you can't tell. Yeah, and that says something. <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> it really does. It really does. And even if you were to remove it, let's just say, like, let's just take the, 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 a couple of the randos out, right? Let's take the, mm-hmm. the one protester who said a thing. Let's remove him. Yeah. And let's take out the other rando who said a thing. That's still two of the quotes. Yeah. Out of, uh, what would at that point be at that point you're at 18. And the actual number on here, 16 of these are Zionists. Oh my God. So if you remove those two, you're still at 14 out of 18 or Zionists. Yeah. And people with political authority or military authority. It's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. But this was a, uh, this, I, 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 I was, first of all, I was impressed at the actual survey itself. Um, cause it's, it's quite good. But secondly, when I went through and did it, dude, my, my score was 13 to 20. I, 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 oh, okay. I couldn't fucking tell either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only reason I hit 13 was because I, I specifically remembered a few of them. I specifically remembered having read a few of those, mm-hmm. but had I not done that, I, I, it would have been a, it would have been a coin flip. Absolutely. Agree. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like there were so many of them where it's like on those types of, you know, questions where it, like, uh, like, you know, save for a few where some some tells are given. Um, there's really, you know, you can't really feel bad for being wrong because there's no discernible way to have uh, a, a way to know unless you know the quote itself, you know, <laughs> uh, 
It's yeah. like, yeah, it could be either or. Uh, it, it could be either or. <laughs> yes. Uh, th- this is the thing, is that th- this is my problem. That Everybody wants to act like it's anti-Semitism to point out that political Zionism, the ideology of political Zionism, is an ethno-nationalist ideology. But that's what mm. it is. It, it's 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 kind of yeah. a simple as type of situation, you know. And that's not to say either that Jews are ethno nationalists categorically. There are many anti Zionist right, Jews, but Zionism, political Zionism as as an ideology, is ethno nationalist. Oh yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I thought that was very interesting. Uh. Again. Uh, this is, this is going to be well after the timestamp that I gave you guys. So, so go ahead and, uh, go take the quiz. If you haven't yet, go do it. Um, it's, it's really, really interesting to go into it blind. Um, if you're a listener to the show, just like that, you might remember some of the quotes in particular. Uh, Mm -hmm. but outside of that, uh, it's, it really feels like a coin flip the whole time. (laughs) Um, all right, man. Uh, was there anything else? Anything else that you wanted to bring uh, that you wanted to talk about? No, I think I think that was it. All right. Well, uh, that's excellent. How about we get to uh, plugs? Yeah, sure. Uh, no plugs again for me this week, uh, but you go ahead. Okay. Uh, Pacing Joska on Twitter, J O U S K A. Uh, also on Blue Sky, Pacing Joska at Blue Sky Social, B S K Y Social. Um, the show. T-E-T-C dot show on Blue Sky and at T-E-T-C show on Twitter. Thank you all so much for listening, everybody. Later, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The End Times Continue. For links and other information, come see us at T-E-T-C dot show.